0: Hello again, everybody. I'm here to thank some people, some lovely, lovely people who are helping us out. Quite a few people now. Thanks so much. Chelsea dab Cheryl Nash, Chris Walsh, Christopher Bruce, David Forsey, Heather Baird, Jason Campbell, Michael Pollard, Michelle, Michelle Scott, Mike Hammond, Noreen Elizabeth, Olga Krasik, and Robert Andrews. Lots of people now. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Previously on Wonders and Blunders. Uh, would you like to describe how you kill this
0: frost giant? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, its head is already on fire and it's been struck by lightning once. Yeah. So I think this time with the fire raging, the lightning strikes and sort of singes out its eyeballs.
1: This like smoldering sockets that used <laughs> to be its eyes, I guess, is just looking up at the sky where this lightning came from, and it falls backwards.
0: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the star also does that, just like, woo! Yes! Woo! Yes!
2: I'm going to bed. I uh, don't imagine you uh, you need anything right now.
0: What is it?
2: It's Around mine. your neck. Well, that's mine.
0: I heard Kara say it was your brother.
2: And what if it was?
0: I... I think I know what it's for.
2: What do you think it's for?
0: Maybe when next we meet, we'll find out.
2: Hmm, Lilia, Lilia, you you know, your penchant for mysteries, I think if we had met in a different circumstances, we'd have been friends. I don't know if that's true. I walk away.
1: You are in the verbal community of Fay Castle. It is the evening time now the sun has just gone down and the population is sort of gathering around for a communal just story time and tea time in the in the mid-evening, a few verbal children sort of wandering slowly over to a big communal fire that's happening. Fireflies are gathering around this area, just sort of naturally drawn to this big congregation of bogs. You can see some of the younger children are coaxing them on, trying to convince them to come closer as they sort of drift in. The trees are doing their usual spreading away from the fire to allow more starlight to come down. What are the uh, brothers of Castle up to at this point?
2: Well, I'm probably over to the side, and uh, I've got a few kids, a few of the younger saplings, and I'm trying to Let them know that they can coax these fireflies into little races. They can gather up a handful of them and they treat them real nice. And they like this particular sap. And if you promise them that sap, they'll race. I'm probably uh,
3: sneaking around the outside and gathering up a few uh, candied nuts, uh, maybe an apple or two, snacks for later.
1: Yeah, you see uh, one of your favorite walnut trees on the edge of this clearing is sort of shaking itself as you get close in anticipation, and a couple of nuts (laughs) sort of fall off easily within your reach.
3: Much obliged. That's very kind of you. Quite welcome. I'll be seeing you again later. See you soon, T.
1: You see, actually, your mom and dad starting to make their way over to this fire as well, and they kind of wave. Oh, uh, Rowan, why don't you come over and, uh tell these folks about that fine constellation that you mapped the other day you were telling me about that i found that quite exciting you were closer down to the halfling camps weren't you then you little scamp
2: <laughs> oh well i mean those halflings they they uh, they know how to point out stars that's all so i uh, yeah well I, I was down there and uh Oh, well here let me show you I, I got the I got the squirrel here somewhere and I'll, I'll pat through as I like make my way over like an exaggerated ruffling through my the blueberry bush that I've got already and like I'm I'm also flashing teak some of our thieves cant that we figured out and mm. letting him know that uh, I'll distract Dad while he maybe gets the rest of his supplies together or whatever for for later like I'll kind of send him one of our messages that way yeah I've, I've got that right right here let me see oh and I'll pull it all out but all of this is incorporating our thieves can while I'm doing it. And and then so uh, let, let me let me hold this up and uh, now I can't yeah. quite find. I think you get
3: a just curt nod and a wink yeah. from Teak as he uh, turns to head back towards the house to gather up the rest of our gear.
1: You head back to towards the house and you actually see Auntie Hibiscus coming out from the trees and she has a big sort of wicker basket and is waving fireflies into this basket, and she you can see that she's cut little holes in it so that as the fireflies go around, it makes this almost disco ball effect. Oh, nice. <laughs> little, little streams of light coming out of it, and she sees you coming and says… Now make
3: sure you keep a couple of those, uh, out there for the young ones. Ah, yeah, well, <laughs> these are more for me for later tonight when things get a little more interesting. And what do you mean interesting?
1: <laughs> well, uh, that's for me to know. Uh, you're a little young yet to uh, to know about what goes on after the fire goes out.
3: Well, color me curious, but if I didn't have another mystery to solve, I'd uh, be digging into this one.
1: Well, then uh, perhaps we both have secrets to keep. You want me to speed your brother up there? I know he can get into the story.
3: Oh, would you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so as you go back to collect whatever supplies you're going to get, uh, Hibiscus comes up behind you. As you're sort
2: of holding yeah. up this scroll. Yeah, So that's that—that's his sword right there. And as you can see, I've I've got a couple of stars. So you get some of that nice elven twist that they do with their steel up there. you see what I've done that way? Oh,
1: look—they got you going on now again, don't they? <laughs> look, you are boring, everybody. They—they have—they have things to get to. You go, you go find your brother now, and you bring him right back here.
2: No, oh, well, I'm. Just... And you know I like my stories. All right, okay, I'm going, I'm going.
1: Yeah, your mom sort of says,
0: Now we were, we were liking that story quite a bit. And
1: <laughs> Hibiscus says, oh, well, look, look what I got. This is going to treat us quite well later tonight. And you see your mom immediately, like, flush with embarrassment. <laughs> uh, and
2: nice. he's like, well,
1: there's nothing going on later <laughs> tonight except an early bedtime. No, <laughs> and, and, and maybe maybe Hibiscus is right. You run along now, Rowan, and uh, we've got a few stories to regale the younger ones with uh, as she curtly." nods at all of these sort of young furbolgs that are that are walking around and mm-hmm. Hibiscus says yes of course
2: <laughs> all right and as we go I as I pass Hibiscus and uh, kind of put Hibiscus between me and the folks I uh, slip Hibiscus into her waiting hand some of the halfling tobacco that they use and um, and continue on my way
1: okay the two of you sort of meet up I guess at the edge
3: of the forest mm-hmm. yeah I would hand Rowan his pack oh
2: thank you yeah. Uh, put it on, so uh, you've got everything you need. I think so. Well, I'm excited to see this. So, what, what do we what do we know about this so far? Um,
3: not all that much. <laughs> Rumor was there's a sort of an undiscovered ruin, just not too far from here. Ooh, undisturbed. hopefully undisturbed. So, uh, the two of
1: you, uh, as as Teak sort of leads the way into the trees. You make your way down a path that the two of you have traveled several times before. Mm, It is in a part of the forest that is getting close enough to the elven territory Mm, um, to actual High Warden itself that you're starting to see little ruins pop up on the edges, which are sort of, for Firbolg's, an unofficial warning stone of sacred land for the elves. And normally most Firbolgs don't travel past beyond these points. You two, on the other hand, travel past these points often. So you make your way through a couple of pretty benign temples that you've searched before just a couple of little shrines that are mostly destroyed but you found a couple of fun little tidbits inside in the past and you see teak sort of orients himself between these two stones that have rubbed down carvings all over them and teak as you stand in this area as you were told by an elven friend you look between two trees and you see a peak of stone that when you move any bit to the left and right you cannot see
2: Hmm. It should be just ahead. Oh. oh, all right. So, so that's that little peak. Exactly. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's something neat. Isn't it. I yeah. wonder how they manage that.
1: Um. So as you make your way forward, you walk right between those two trees. You actually have to like squeeze through sideways, mm-hmm. and then you enter a big clearing, which is not there.
2: Oh. Yeah. I'll go back to those two trees and kind of give them a pat. It's like, well, you little rascals, look what you hide.
1: One of them doesn't respond, and the <laughs> and the other one just says, well, you be careful now. This one's
2: not like the others. Oh, well, now, when have the Brothers castle not been careful? Exactly. <laughs> kind of, uh, uh, as you
1: step your way through. And in here, you see a large pyramid, but the top has been leveled. There is a huge, almost pentagonal door on the front of it. And it is absolutely huge, like cyclopean (laughs) uh, (laughs) door that is uh, bigger than... Would be necessary for anybody to actually need to travel through the temple itself extends almost 150 feet up past wow. some of the smaller trees in yeah. this area. Yeah, and on this door, you can see that it is sealed. Mm. But after a couple of seconds of looking over it, the, the keen eyes of the <laughs> of these uh, of the brothers notice that there is a caved-in section on one of the corners that looks like has uh, has worn away, giving entry to the temple
3: inside.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Galthwain, you've not led me astray.
2: Well, who do you think would have built something like this? This almost looks a little different than your usual.
3: It's definitely unique. Best way to find out.
2: Yeah, well, after you, my brother.
3: And yeah, I'll uh, sort of head towards that opening.
1: Okay, Um. so you head inside, and it is pitch black on the inside of this temple. And when you step in, your voices start to echo out in this big, empty chamber. So the moonlight now is shining through this small hole mm. and you get like a small area illuminated, but you can't see anything beyond that.
2: Now do you agree to keep up this time? Well, well now, T, Do you agree not to just run ahead like, a, like you got four legs or something? We've only got one night to see as much of it as we can. Yeah, but I don't know. This is something a little different. We've. I mean, you know I'm going to be on your heels, T. but uh, well, you, you remember that singing moon we found and how that light would kind of spread out like water? You know, I really wish we had something like that right now.
3: We should be able to find our way, not too poorly. Did you bring any torches with you?
2: Well, that's up to you. You packed the bag. Oh, did I? I? so I did. And I'll, I'll go through <laughs> it, and, uh... Well, yeah, I got, uh, I got three torches here. Well, you probably got the same, I mean. Yeah. Light one of those up for us, will you? Well, and, uh, that light's up. Uh, what does that light reveal for
1: So that light spreads into this room, and you see, again, this huge, empty chamber. Completely empty. Uh, your Light shines up, and just at the edges of the light you can see these huge stone chains descending from the ceiling, and they're just hanging completely still in the top, and they are directly over a large opening in the floor, a big rectangular opening. And you can see that there are stairs that descend down. The stairs themselves are like pretty chipped up, pretty old, but the floor and the walls in here are almost reflective. The stone Mm. seems to be coated in something that makes them like a dull mirror. Mm. So that light does glaze over them and you can actually see yourself moving the torch in the walls.
2: Oh, that's creepy.
1: And 20 feet up on these walls, there is a border that is all eyes. That seems to extend around this. You haven't seen much of this, but you, I think, would be able to identify this as a temple to Savrus. Savrus, who is the god of... Uh, in the knowledge domain of divination mm.
2: and magic. Divination and magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Teak, you're gonna have to give him a show, because that's quite an audience. You got it. <laughs> so it is. What do you think these
3: stone chains are all about?
1: You can see the edges of them. It looks like they used to be holding something, but some
2: of the links are broken.
3: Okay. Hmm. Shall so you go find out what what
2: they've dropped? Oh <laughs> well now, Teak I mean you know i want to see what they dropped but uh well i mean those are big chains teak. those are that, that's going to drop something really big <laughs> all the better to go find out what it is yeah and i'm gonna go out with my torch and uh try to inspect those carvings i guess closer to kind of see i think i think there's like a small creeped out kid in Roan right now who's like i hope they're not moving kind of thing so like just <laughs> and he'll like kind of like give Teek a look and when, when teak is not looking at Rowan, that's when he'll like kind of give it a close up to see if they're moving like he's yeah uh, and and it's it's
1: weird the 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 way that the wall is because it's so shiny and almost it looks like it's wet but Mm. when you touch it it's it's not it's it's dry and extremely smooth but as you move the torch over because of the way that it shines it almost looks like these eyes are moving and following
2: the Mm. torch Uh, i'll still kind of put out a bit of a shudder
3: And while that's happening, I think I would start testing out those stairs, and just kind of like, placing a foot gingerly on on top of one, and see if it slips at all.
1: So these stairs each are about five feet tall. Mm. So again, they're much bigger than is necessary, and they extend downwards, so they are still more than sturdy for you two, and as they extend down, you can see some of them are damaged, and you kind of would have to push yourself up against the wall to get past some areas, but as far as your light goes, you can see this stairway spirals down along the sides of this
3: rectangular entrance.
2: Who, who'd you say told you about this place? Oh,
3: my friend galthwain
2: Galthwyne, the the elf Galthwain? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't realize you guys were were that were that close. What you uh, you were talking to him? I wasn't. I wasn't around or anything. That's okay. Well, what, what did they have to? Tell you about this now, place, Ron, I...
3: don't go get your feelings all hurt just because I have a uh, well, few no, other I... drinking companions once in a while.
2: Oh, you guys went went for drinks too? Okay, but no, that's no problem. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, I had a great time with uh, those new folks there. So uh, got, you know, we've got our own lives. Listen,
3: you, you can come join us next I... time we're we're heading out. But for now, I want to see what's
2: down here. Yeah, yeah, so do I. I mean, those are those are big steps. Those are big steps.
1: As you make your way down these stairs, each side of the wall brings you down 60, 70 feet deeper and deeper into this big chasm. And when you get about 150 or so feet down, you see there's actually a carved slit in the wall about a foot wide, and out of it pours this mist Hmm. that's sort of pouring down, and it starts to fall like a waterfall down the stairs tipping over the sides and extending down into the center of this abyss.
2: Wow. That's just a really cool image. Yeah, I guess I I would take a moment and, uh, like, and investigate this mist. If it's just, like, a water mist, or or if there's uh, any sense of a poison or something like that. It's definitely not
1: poisonous. Like, uh, you get in close to it, and you can feel it wash over. It's cooler than the air Mm -hmm. around you. Kind of refreshing, okay. And when you put the light near it, the light reflects off it in really strange ways and casts different colors over these mm. shiny walls, as you'd said.
2: Mm. eh? did your friend mention anything about Savras? Any kind of context? Like
3: he didn't that? know much about what was actually contained in here. He just said that he'd uh, found some old notes that referred to this, this, uh, this old temple.
2: Right suggested it might be,
3: uh, fairly untouched.
2: Well, that's, that's exciting. Now, I, you know, I'm glad Mama gave us these these cloaks. I, I think this mist is nice here, but if it's all gathering at the bottom, it's going to get real cold. Rajua. Right
1: and uh, I think, Teak, you kind of keep stepping forward, and Rowan, you actually have to grab that cloak hmm. as you see that the stairs in front of you are gone. Hmm. They are cracked, and all of this mist is just sort of falling over this one remaining step. Down into the dark, mm-hmm. and you can see that the stairs continue down on the next right-hand wall, but just at the edge of your light. So, forty or fifty feet down.
3: Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, easy <laughs> does it, there, T. Well, thanks, thanks for that, Rowan. Uh, <laughs> I was glad to
2: have your eyes on well, my back. Yeah, remember the the audience is a captive one. You don't need to show up. <laughs> Looks like like it might be a bit of a leap. Well, I, I got some rope here. Maybe we can... Uh... Is there anything that I could tie a rope to? I Everything's mean, um, pretty smooth.
1: The edge of the stairway is actually cracked and broken, so mm. there are pieces of it that are sticking out that look pretty solid that mm. you could tie onto.
2: Yeah, well, what about something like this? And I'll, uh, I'll tie, and uh, it's probably not a super good knot. Probably just one of that I've seen you tie. Right. Uh, I might give it a tug and, and test it. Feel solid. And does it look like
3: I can jump this gap? It would be tough. But you could do it.
2: No, Teak, you're not gonna do
3: it. Teak shoots, Rowan a look. Oh, <laughs> see, you
2: know, this. This is why I get cramps.
3: And uh, she's gonna take the other end of that rope. That's what the rope is for. Yeah, it And be. And uh, you know, tie like a little makeshift harness. Yeah, just in case.
2: I'm gonna get down if I can, and like hang on, even though I've got it tied on. I'm yeah. gonna like hang on to the end I've got tied, and like sort of brace myself and just mumble. Yeah. Oh, Teak, no, that's a big. Oh.
3: And I'm gonna back up three or four steps, get a running start, and. Launch okay. Uh, so you
1: jump across the other side, and it feels good in the air as you go, and then you start to see that you're not quite going to make it. So, you now I do want you to roll. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to make you roll. I've got a d20. Oh, yeah, perfect.
3: So, if that's athletics, a 24.
1: 24, okay. Uh, so, so you fall, but one of your just big, lanky arms manages to just fully slap yeah. onto the edge of that other stair. One-arm catch. Yeah. yeah. When you catch, I think Teak is, is quite a bit stronger than Rowan, so you're yeah. actually able to, like, one-arm pull up yourself uh,
3: yeah. and sort of, like, even show off a little bit yeah. on this catch.
2: Yeah. Rowan just breathes again. <laughs> no issue
3: whatsoever. <sighs> All right. Um, and, yeah, is there anything to sort of fasten my yeah, other rope Yeah, same thing. Too? It's broken on this side as well. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll tie a little uh, knot in it, give you a little tightrope rope or something to yeah, yeah. crawl okay. across on.
2: And I crawl onto it like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I kind of, like, swing upside down, <laughs> inevitably, I kind of let out a bit of a yelp. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> it, Rowan. And I'm white-knuckling this as I, like, kind of slowly shimmy across. Rem- remember to breathe. And my eyes are squeezed really shut. And I just go <laughs> until he reaches out and, like, yeah, I just kind of,
3: yeah, grab them by, like, the belt loop and and the sort of collar and just pull them off the rope off okay. yeah. the ledge.
2: Yeah.
1: So back on regular stairs again. So these are just like above, but now as you are here, you can see that the mist that has been falling is gathering at this height. So as you step down onto the next step, the mist goes up to your waist. Mm.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it is it still cold, like that cool?
3: It's cool, yeah,
1: yeah, but not, not freezing.
2: Okay.
3: Now let's leave your rope here for our... Exit. No, i have yeah. still got my rope in my pack.
2: Yeah, I, I like that. The, the deeper we go, the more I'm liking this exit idea. This is, this is something else. Oh, well, you're not getting the heebie-jeebies, are you? Well, no, bro. Of course not. <laughs> I don't get heebie-jeebies. I'm just, you know, I just like to know that our back door's covered.
3: Well, let's see what's down here.
2: As you
1: continue downwards into this mist, you find another couple of like big broken places on the on the stairs, but there's enough of it left on the wall that you can kind of climb to the side of them. You make your way down for another few minutes. And now with the mist all around you, you can only see probably 10 or 15 feet in front of you at a time, but you come to the bottom. And down here, you can see there are triangular juts coming out of the floor all over the place, just sort of sticking out of the mist, which is much heavier on the ground. And you find you have to kind of watch your footing as you're walking here because they are razor sharp. Oh. And as you walk past them, you can see your torchlight stops on them in a weird way.
2: Are the are the pyramids, pyramids or like just like edges like uh, uh
1: when you go close to them they are edges. They're only they're only uh, a couple okay. of inches thick,
2: like shark teeth kind of idea coming yeah. through but, but
1: just, and but all different fun. sizes. Some of them wow. are really jagged, some of them are quite smooth. And as you walk you can feel them sort of like that they're laid down flat and crunching under your feet as well. And you actually see as you move closer to a larger one you see your reflection in it. And it looks like this was a huge mirror. Hmm. that must have fallen down here and destroyed the stairs as it fell and shattered, and this is where it lays to rest.
2: i probably investigate one of the shards or something, see if I can get a sense of who might have made it or or what kind of material it is.
1: It is very glass-like, but a lot more durable. Like, you can see that this glass, when it fell, was heavy enough that it broke these huge stairs. Hmm. When it fell And you can actually see On the back of one of the larger pieces That's sitting up There is a big metal plate On the back With a stone link in it That has a piece of the Uh broken chain Coming off
3: of it
2: Mm -hmm. So this is the This is what they let
3: go Very interesting Now would this have Faced downward And And
2: and shown directly down Uh, I sized up where that link
3: was
1: you can see that it would have been hanging directly over this pit, Mm. over these stairs. And you can see, based on the way that the stairs are broken, it was probably almost the same size as that opening.
2: I'll brush away some of the shards in the bottom until I get to the floor, like the proper floor. Is that also mirrored?
1: Yeah. So you you start to brush away shards. You see that the floor is also mirrored. And as you brush away some shards, you see a skeletal hand under the shards.
2: Oh, well, untouched indeed. Yeah. And I'll kind of take it up and... (laughs) Hello there the friend. So when <laughs> you pull the hand true. up, a whole yeah.
1: skeleton comes out from under the shards, and they just sort of tinkle to the sides. And you see they're wearing this uh, purple and red robe that is, like, tattered and disintegrated over years and years, mm. uh, but is still intact in patchy places. And you also see that they have a little amulet with just a small stone mm. on the end of it in their other hand as you lift them up.
2: Without rem- taking the chain off of his hand or anything. I'll just pick up, like, the stone of the amulet. Yeah. And kind of give it a look. And then also kind of look at the the fabric, that purple color that he's wearing, and be like, yeah, well, uh, which one of these do you think Hibiscus would, would like more? I, I'm not saying take any out. Don't worry. I'm just saying, which one do you think she'd like more? That stone amulet is, uh, mighty impressive. Yeah. One of a kind, I'd say. That's something, eh? Now, uh, Mr. Skeleton, uh, how'd you feel if we we borrowed this for her. And now she, she's a good fur boca already. Now I think she'd take real good care of something like this. What, what, what do you say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Just the sound of old bones grinding against <laughs> yeah, yeah, each yeah. other as it kind of sways in your grip.
2: Now that we're on firm footing on the floor, even with these shards, I think I'm feeling a little better. And I'll kind of hold up my torch, and I'll give you a bit of a wink, and I'll say it just a little bit louder. Anybody, uh, anybody have any yeah, objections? Yeah. Uh thank you, T. Anybody have any objections to us uh, taking this little little tidbit? All right. and I just kind of have like peek my ears, like kind of comically, yeah, can like I'm, I, I'm smiling at. Can Jean, I like, run over
3: to the skeleton? Yeah, <laughs> and like grab its jaw and be like, <laughs> "No, no
2: problem whatsoever. Oh, you wait. go ahead and help yourself." Madanasi, madanasi. and so I'll I'll take it. And uh, yeah, I think I'll I'll do my detect magic verbal yep. thing. And and uh, just kind of give it one last sort of check to make sure that there's no like blatantly obvious curses or anything. So is
3: the tattoos on your
2: um, yeah? They'll uh, they'll they'll light up and do their usual flutter and. Uh... Uh, it doesn't
1: light up. The mirror shards do.
2: Okay, I they light I up a little that. bit
1: with a light but inactive divination
2: magic. Inactive divination.
1: You, you can tell that this you've you've seen it maybe in hibiscus's focuses. Okay. Like, she, she probably has a few things she uses for different rituals, mm-hmm. and it this this gives off that same type of magic. Nothing overt or immediate, but yeah. something that could
3: have magical potential.
2: I'll toss Teek the amulet, and, well, that could make up for breaking her deep. <laughs>
3: it very well might. Uh, yeah, and I snatch it out of the air, uh, and I'll just sort of dash it in a pocket for now. Mm-hmm. It would have been mighty bright down here with a mirror above and a mirror below.
2: Yeah, and... and- you know, they would have reflected off each other, so this would have been, this would have felt like climbing into eternity. That I would have liked to see. Now That would have been something, eh?
3: If I look around and start, like, sort of widening the circle, sort of walking around this, uh, chamber, um, any other, like, entrance, entryways or exits? Yeah, um,
1: so there is, you find three walls and then one hallway that continues deeper into, uh, not, not deeper down, but deeper Further. into this, this temple. And in this doorway, you actually notice it because through the mist, a weird glow, like you got off of your torch, like waving through this mist Mm. towards you. And you see that there are vines of vegetation which are not present above, have made their way through maybe like something's roots, Mm. have dug their way into the temple somewhere else. But you can see that they have a blue tinge actually like a blue liquid that seems to be moving through them cool. rather than water. Very and cool. it's dripping from the leaves and some of the roots themselves onto the ground, and this hallway is actually lit by this blue glowing liquid.
2: Very cool. Yeah, I definitely start
3: heading towards that.
2: While he's doing that, I'm kind of following a little ways behind and kind of like spinning. I'm, I'm looking for signs on the ground or the walls uh, for any recent passings. Like, uh, I'm looking for any any of the fake creatures that I might know or... Uh, It's just signs of recent passing. Just the usual kind of reconnaissance. Well,
3: hurry up with that.
2: We haven't got all day. Yeah, I know, Teak. I'm on your heels.
1: (laughs) Rowan, as you're looking around under the glass, there is this layer of mist over these shards of glass. And as you're sort of digging through, uh, you do notice that there are more skeletal remains down here, not just Mm. that one skeleton that you had found before. They're all wearing similar colored, decayed robes. It seems like they were arranged almost in a circle.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Tika, uh, I don't imagine these guys were having much of a picnic, but there's an awful lot of bodies down here. What do you think they were up to? Mm, Well, I mean, off the top of my head, it seems like maybe some sort of ritual, or uh, you know, maybe they were trading collectibles, I I really don't know, but uh, it's just something curious, you know? You think they were down here when that mirror came crashing down. That's what it looks like to me, right? Like, that's the way their bodies are spread out?
1: When you look over their bodies, looking closer, it looks like that they were organized in a circle, but it doesn't look like they were actually... It, you see a different type of damage than just being, like, crushed.
2: Oh, uh, so do I see it mostly in their legs kind of idea? Like, maybe they were on the mirror? Uh,
1: it it looks like they were attacked and mm. chopped up.
2: Oh, you know, y- 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 Teak. uh, I'm seeing some Seeing some real damage here, like uh, not just from a fall or, or from being crushed. There, there seems to be. I mean, these look like weapon marks. I, I don't know. Well, who would attack a elven temple? Oh, yeah. That, that seems a little, a little strange. I, I mean, uh,
3: have we found like evidence of this sort of violence in other digs that we've explored? No,
1: definitely not. Um, there have been scattered skeletons, but most of the skeletons that you find in these temples. Don't seem to be the people who would have been in them. It's usually tomb divers and adventurers who have gone looking for things and maybe fallen victim to traps or they mm. that made their way through.
2: Mm. Well, I, I mean, ooh, let's keep going, I guess, and and we'll just kind of just keep your wits, Teague. You. Don't uh, don't go rushing off without me. Yeah, this is a a bit more macabre than I was
3: expecting. Yeah, and we'll head down uh, one of the tunnels.
1: You head down the tunnel as you move through here. Again, the mist sort of gathering around your ankles and swishing out of the way, almost like water as you walk through. And it's a bit brighter in here as these vines that are creeping along the walls, uh, the, the blue light through them is is illuminating this in this sort of ghostly pattern. The light from those vines is hitting the mist and then creating this sort of watery effect in the hallway that you're traveling down and Teek as you're walking forward you can see that there is a passageway to your right which is mostly covered in
3: vines well uh, why don't we uh, take a quick look inside here and see what's lying in
2: wait yeah a, a little bit further down the hall what does it look like like past this door when
1: Teak sort of moves to inspect that doorway and you're looking yeah. farther down Rowan you actually see uh, both of you it kind of takes you by surprise all of the light in the vines, just suddenly rushes down the hallway. Little beads of it, like water rapidly traveling through pipes, just fires down the hallway, just casting these crazy shadows all around you. And then quickly, just as quickly as it started, they go back to just their usual slow drift. And that hallway extends in front of you, and uh, you can see that there's another like waterfall of mist that blocks uh, your vision after like 60 or 70 feet.
2: Well, these, uh, these Savers folks, they, uh, they sure know how to decorate, don't they? If if you're gonna poke your head in that room, I I might, I might just kind of stand watch down this hall. That might be a good idea.
3: And can I, yeah try to part some of the, the vines in this doorway?
1: It'll take a bit of working. The, the vines are heavily covering this area. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll push and squirm and, and like, sort of muscle my way through.
1: So Teek starts to force his way
2: through those vines on the doorway. I'll sort of crouch down by him and uh, kind of close, close, kind of by him as he's sort of pushing through. But instead of going into the room, I'm just going to stay crouched and keep my eyes peeled uh, down that hall. Okay,
1: Teak. After after a couple of minutes, I think of squirming and making your way through these thick vines. Some of the stems actually sort of break off as you're moving through, and you find yourself.
3: Oh, uh, apologies uh, there.
1: Covered in this uh, luminescent blue liquid as you move into the room on the inside. You are now casting sort of a light glow, and in this room you can see it's perfect— it's like an orb, like a perfect dome all around you. It's of the same shiny black stone that the rest of the temple is made up of, but in here it's not just a ring of eyes, but actually just eyes engraved on every inch of this dome, all staring down into the center of the room, where there's a raised pedestal.
3: Well, something's certainly got their attention, and I'll walk forward and, and take a look at that pedestal.
1: The pedestal is pretty covered in these vines as well, but it is casting this sort of dull glow. And again, as you step forward, it seems like as soon as your foot hits the pedestal, both of you see all of that glowing liquid rush forward and in the same direction, Rowan, all the way down that hallway into the through the
2: mist waterfall. Whatever you're doing in there, T, it's it's, uh, it's sending down these vines. I'm not sure. Uh, g- keep me in the bud here. What, what are you looking at? I, I've got uh,
3: some sort of sphere of eyes that are uh, all very concerned with wh- whatever's going on with this pedestal here. Do you, th- do you think that, that glowing blue flash is a is a good sign or a bad one?
2: <laughs> you know, uh, I don't think there's much we can do about it right now. So So why don't you and I look at it like a good thing? All right, they're,
3: they're they're excited to have uh, company.
2: <laughs> Some living company. Yeah, that's all right. I I like that. Maybe maybe we'll stick with that for now.
3: I'll tap the pedestal again to see if it gets a reaction.
1: Uh nothing happens this time. Hmm just that slow movement of light.
2: I'm imagining it's just sort of like a regular archway in the wall that leads into this room now that Teak has all of the cobwebs and stuff sort of semi-cleared.
1: Uh, there, there's a more of a space that you could move through, but it is still pretty choked. Teak didn't actually cut them down or anything, just sort of oh, squeeze okay. through them, but they, they have loosened up in that area that Teak moved through.
2: Alright, well, well Teak, I'm, I'm coming in behind you here. I, I want to have a look at these eyes. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Pretty creepy little effect they've got.
1: Uh, so, Rowan, as you start to squeeze through the vines, you actually hear down the hallway this uh, echoing sound, almost like a distant voice speaking in a large room. You can't make out what it's saying, but it's coming from down the hallway.
2: A voice. Is it? Is it speaking in, uh, you said I can't make out what it's saying, but do I get the sense that it's elvish? No.
1: Like when you squeeze in through the vines, you're hearing like the rustling of the vines around you and... I think you stop and pause as this echo comes down the hallway a little bit, Teak, you don't mm. hear it at all.
2: Okay, well, well, that's sort of wheedling its way into my brain. I, I stop and think about those bodies, and, and were they elvish bodies?
1: Some of them were elves, some of them were humans. Uh, you actually saw one of them was, was small, like a gnome or a halfling.
2: Yeah, so as I'm crawling into this room, and uh, <laughs> I'm seeing uh, a Teak, and then from Teak my eyes go to these, well, eyes. What I'm thinking is a voice sort of coming from behind me. Oh well, you know, Tia, I don't know what your friend told you about this this place, but this this is giving me the this is giving me the creepy crawlies right here. There's, oh, I, I think, some sort of noise, uh, maybe a voice coming from further down that hall. I don't. Mm, I, I sure hope that's a a friendly welcoming committee, maybe. I, I don't know. I, well, I say, why keep them waiting?
3: This room will be here when we come back. Let's uh, go explore a bit more.
2: <laughs> uh, and I'll kind of put my hand on your shoulder and give you a pat. I'm like, well, uh, you, you you lead the way, as always, T. I'll uh, I'll keep an eye.
3: Yeah, and I'll uh, take one quick glance around, see if there's anything I missed in this room.
2: Uh, yeah, the, the room itself is very
1: plain. The only thing is just that pedestal, which is still wrapped and sort of covered in vines. It would need some some clearing to get a better look at.
3: Yeah, I think nothing there particularly grabs my attention, like, at this point. So, uh, yeah, I'll head back out and press out through the vines.
1: So, as you start to move down that tunnel, again, all of the light shoots past you. And as it does, this time you hear what is definitely a voice, and it is speaking in common. Down the hallway through that waterfall of mist, it says, Watching
3: from their holes... Well, Rowan, we've, uh, certainly got company here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't like that. I, I think, uh, let's go slow. Keep your wits about you, Tika. I'm really not like
3: Yeah, I think we'll, we'll try to be a little bit sneaky as we quietly move down the hall towards that noise. So
1: there, there's no glass on the floor in here. The floor is quite smooth under your feet, like the occasional vine, but moving carefully, you're able to step over them. And you see the concentration of vines is getting much heavier in this direction. The The doorway itself seems to be almost choked with them, but you can see that they're moving their way along the wall. The branches of them are getting thicker and thicker as you move closer to this area, and you come right up to the Wall of Mist.
3: I will slowly peek my head through the mist.
1: You're kind of surprised as it seems like all around you as you come in here, you see your own face peeking through this layer of mist on the walls all around you. This chamber is another large dome, completely entangled in these vines that are squeezing through cracks in the walls and the ceiling. The walls in here are dark and mirrored, and they're reflecting the lights that are coming off of the vines from infinite angles. It's like you're walking into the void of space. They're like stars all around you. And the blue light is all slowly moving, and you see that it is actually moving towards this humanoid figure that is suspended in the center of the room by these vines.
3: I think I probably poke my head through See that and like transfixed and then like see the fella hanging in the vines and kind of like jump backwards out through the mist. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a figure uh, just sort of hanging out in there.
2: Uh, yeah. Teak sort of sudden pullback would definitely have me kind of do one of those flinches where like my elbows sort of raise and my hands kind of come up halfway. And I'm like, what, what do you mean just hanging out? What are, you, what are, you, what are just, you saying?
3: Just hold on a moment and I will breathe in deep and then step completely through the mist.
2: Oh, Teague, what are you?
3: And look, <laughs> yeah. look heart, up T, at the figure and me. say, oh, hello there.
1: You step in, and yeah, you see yourself stepping in from all of these angles, and you find yourself standing on this platform of mist among this almost star-like room, and when you say hello, you see all of the light again rushes, and this time you see the light rush through the vines, and sort of into this figure in the center of the room, and that lights them up, and you see the broken frame of a warforged. Scraps of what used to be clothing are like hanging off their metallic body. From the stumps of their arms and legs, you can see that these vines are sprouting. It's hard to tell if they went in or have been coming out, but they're held up by their limbs. By all of these vines in the center of the room their head is down and as the light sort of moves through the vines and into its body its eyes crackle with that light and it twitches its head a little bit to the sides and its head slowly raises up to meet your gaze and of all of the things that are reflected in this room this is the only thing that isn't Hmm. although it's infinite lights and yourself around it this thing is
3: singular
2: Oh, that's very odd on the other side of that mist wall i guess i'm not seeing any of this but i'm sort of talking to myself he's like now rowan now this this is why teak has all the fun You, yeah. come on you're not you're, you're a big fur bulk you don't need to be come on you're not scaredy cat he can't have all the fun like this and i'm sort of like working myself up to go through this mist
1: and i think you do hear the sort of creak and clank as this old metal it's not rusted but it does sort of creak a little bit as these long, motionless joints start to move a little bit and you hear from the other side of the mist and TQ here from right in front of you just...
3: Hello. Oh, hello. Um, You appear to be in quite a predicament and I must ask, is that one of your own making or one that has been cast upon you? I...
0: am exactly where I need to be.
3: Well, might have fine then. Uh, it's a... Uh... Quite a setup you've established for yourself here.
0: And what of you? Is uh, this ple- a predicament of your choosing?
3: I suppose it it, it, it could be seen as a predicament. Uh, pleased to meet you. My name is Teak of Fay Castle, and uh, uh, the brothers of Fay Castle are, are here. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. Can I reach backwards through the mist and try to grab Rowan's wrist?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Rowan, you you see Teak's hand just come through and grab you. Yeah.
2: I'm in the middle of saying out loud to myself, oh, now, see, now now he's making all the new friends, and th- this is why I don't have him." My- okay, come on, you can do... And, then and I that's just grab his wrist grab and me. just
3: yank him through <laughs> the mist.
2: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll do that kind of crouching, not like crouch-crouch, but that sort of, like, hunched shoulders up, like, whoa, okay, what am I even... What, what am I looking at right now, Teak? There's a lot going on.
3: Oh, we're just introducing ourselves to a friend. Uh, this is my brother, Rowan, and uh, we're very pleased to meet you.
2: Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and I'll, like, kind of straighten my, my leather uh, thing a little bit and be like, well, nice, nice to meet you, your acquaintance, Mr., uh, or, 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 or Mrs., uh, or uh, yeah, yourself. Yeah, that, you know, that's nice to, well, what's going on?
1: And it looks between the two of you and Teak and Rowan
3: Verbal's. Why suppose... are you
0: here?
2: <laughs> I suppose, uh... Curiosity. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, in that case, uh, why wouldn't we be here? I suppose it has been a long time since I've spoken with anyone,
0: besides the I can no only
2: imagine. Oh, well, well, I mean, you know, these vines seem like pretty nice company. Uh, did, you, did you guys grow up together or, uh, I don't know, is that an appropriate question for yourself? I'm, I'm a little stumped. Very fitting, we did.
0: I don't know how long it's been since I've been down here. Uh, I was too damaged to leave. And I guess me and the plants we came to an agreement. Now they are my eyes outside of this
2: place.
3: ma, oh that is uh that's that's quite a collaboration
2: you've established. Yeah, yeah, normally vines are a bit more stubborn than that. It's it's good that they were so obliged.
1: And then again all of that light rushes past you and into the warforged and it sort of tenses up and its head kicks back and its eyes glow brighter and in Mm. a different voice it starts saying quite loudly
0: one thousand years we've walked for dune without the makers their wishes no longer push us to war we cannot die we cannot live i am unguided and still i walk to places i had been Saw targets of my violence. Found remains of those I killed.
1: And then its head sort of slumps back down and the eyes go out. Uh, Are you all right? And it is
3: unresponsive. Uh, Excuse us. Uh, 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 Anything we can do for you? I would sort of go up and just sort of place a hand on on like a limb if I can reach it and gently try to stir them.
1: When you touch them, the vines seem to react and almost like pull the body away from you and mm. they, it creates this constricting motion throughout the whole room, and you actually feel the temple around you shudder, and some rocks fall from the ceiling as these Ooh. vines sort of flex against the foundations.
2: Oh, my. All right, it d- doesn't like that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not keen on that now, is it? I, looking around this room, do I see any other, any other entrances or, or exits or anything? There
1: are two other doors in here which are completely choked by vines uh, even more so than the room down the hall from you
2: well 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 now your your friend to telling you about this place tk did they i mean they didn't they didn't mention this did they i mean this seems
3: above and beyond No, that they they knew very little other than that to their knowledge it had not been explored
2: oh 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 what oh. now now this uh this creature here in front of us did did we get his name or its name no
3: no no and would we? Wow. We're from a pretty sheltered little community. Would we know
2: much about Warforged? Yeah. Could I do like a history check or something on Warforged?
1: Yeah, sure. Let's roll the dice.
2: Uh, Why not? Let's base this. Let's base this on on information that I would have gotten through like stories from uh, Hibiscus or like uh, like that kind of information. Yeah. It's only a twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Um. So it's general
1: knowledge about the War of the Weave. Warforged oh, okay. were integral in the War of the Weave. They are fairly rare. And Rowan, I think one thing that you look at with this Warforged that you find strange is that it's not wearing a hat. Oh. A very common thing with Warforged is that they all have hats on. And you look at this Warforged, and I think you're sort of taken aback a bit because on the center of its forehead, you see it has a sort of runic seal that looks like an E. And you know that Warforged were created by the makers as soldiers and servants in the War of the Weave. And that there were several different makers who all made a different type of Warforged each. And this Warforged that you're looking at in front of you is an Eve unit. And the Eves were extremely feared. They were powerful, unstoppable assassins who were created to kill wizard generals from other sides of the war. There were not very many of them made, but each one of them was considered to be an army unto itself. After the war, uh, the Warforged sort of spread out, Uh, the the makers are gone, and the EVE units, because they are so feared, are usually killed on sight. Uh, And out of solidarity, all Warforged have a metallic magnetic band around their head, and they wear hats to cover up the symbol on their forehead to hide who made them.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I would kind of relate that information to you, Tique, uh and, and you would, I guess, fill me in on, on some missing pieces too, maybe, and like, yeah, that E, I think on his forehead, is kind of significant. Uh, eucalyptus, uh, no, wait, no, it's a human name. It's, it's uh, mm, Eve, I think. Oh, well, yeah. that sounds right. Do, yeah.
3: Do you think this, could be the cause of that massacre back in the other chamber. Oh,
2: well, I, I mean, it'd certainly be capable of it. I, I mean, there's pieces missing, though. I mean, there's, there's a lot of pieces missing. So if that was that was this uh, this creature's doing, or, or machine's doing, or, or, or what have you, I mean, it didn't, it didn't come out too well itself. And it just, it strikes me that uh, a machine with this kind of story behind it, this sort of, well, legend, Really, I mean, I, I feel I like could probably be able to handle a group like that pretty, pretty handedly without, well, without losing a hand. Hmm.
1: And then the light rushes past you again, and the Eve's eyes light up again, and it sort of I'll freaks him, and looks up and says, Oh, still here.
3: We were mighty concerned about you. How are you feeling? My attention sometimes is
0: called elsewhere. Apologies.
2: Oh, that's quite all right. We didn't catch your name, though. What's your name? We were not
0: given names, but after the war, I developed one. You can call me Nina.
2: Nina. Oh, well, that's lovely. A pleasure to meet you, Nina. Absolutely a pleasure. Now, Nina, uh, perhaps you you could tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. I mean. You were down here a long time. That—that's obvious, and you—you you said so yourself. But well, I—I I mean, uh, what? How did you get here? i, I you know—you—you you said you grew up with these vines, and and that's rather touching. Vines can be a—a a handy, although, like I said, somewhat stubborn companion. And and uh, well, I'm just mighty curious. This—this this is something you don't come across every day, you see, Nina. And uh, well, I—I just—I want to get to the bottom of it. So, so please, what—what uh, what can you tell us about yourself? I don't
1: and then all of the light sort of forces its way in again, and in that different voice, uh, you hear... We
2: have the
0: souls of soldiers. We've waited lifetimes for the fear to evaporate from us. We cannot walk without its shadow.
1: And then she leans forward again and shakes her head and
0: says, I wanted to come back to this place. I don't know why. And... I fell, and was damaged. Oh, and I could not get back out. But I am not upset. I do not know where I was going, so here is as good a place as any.
2: I've found my place now. Well, I mean that's a that's a fine attitude, Nina. Uh, however, I mean as you can see, my my brother's a, a rather strapping furbolg, and, and I'm not you know, incompetent of myself. If, if you're looking for a way out, I certainly mean,
3: perhaps uh, we'd be happy it, to yeah, help you down. Ah, uh, that is
0: very kind. I do not know if I would survive being severed from the vines.
3: Oh, I see. You yeah. said you were called back here or you felt compelled to come back here. Is there anything here that we could uh, find for you? I am called by something within me. I do not know what it is. Still, I feel it, but I cannot answer it, and I
0: don't know if I want to. There is a gathering. My brothers and sisters must feel this call as well.
3: A gathering here? No, far away. Oh. And now, uh, uh, please, apologies if uh, if we're being too pushy here, too curious, but... Now, you appear to have another perspective on things that uh, you've been sharing with us. Are, are you aware of your companion in there with you?
0: There are many. The temple gives me a stronger connection to my brothers and sisters.
2: Oh, like, like honeybees or something. You, you guys all have a, have a way of, of communicating. That, that's... So are they, are they with you, then? Is that, is that who we hear when... Uh... Well, like Teak said, when that other perspective uh, uh, voices its concerns, what we'll say.
0: I eventually reached the room in the hallway. There is something about it that lets me see beyond this place. I do not know how to fully harness it, but it gives me glimpses into what I want to see.
2: Oh, and I'll look at Teak. That, that's that that pedestal and the eyeballs and all of that all of that creepy crawly stuff
3: that sounds mighty more interesting than I first suspected
2: yeah we, we didn't even touch that pillar did we? we we just walked right on out of there maybe maybe that deserves another look
3: huh. could see anything you wanted to see mm-hmm. think of the questions well, we could answer uh,
2: yeah, yeah I mean <sighs> think of all, the, all those little doors we could see behind
3: Oh, do you remember that, that other ruin that we got to and and all the stones had fallen down in front of the doorway and we couldn't get into that last chamber? Oh yeah, I mean
2: as big around as you are. Yeah, that we could we could see what was on the other side. Oh my oh my by the branches, could you imagine that'd be something? That'd be really something. Oh, well,
3: um Uh, Nina, apparently you have vision all throughout this, this temple. Uh you wouldn't mind telling us if there was anything else, uh exciting that we should anything else of note that we should Investigate.
0: This is uh, a cursed wizard, wizard. spies. This is the hole. They hide in watching from their holes. Smoke them out. Get close. Too quick. Too quick for them to move their hands.
1: And then her eyes go out again.
2: Oh. Oh. um, oh. Now, Teak, that sounds like... I mean I am not judging but that that sounds like maybe our Nina here has a bit of trauma yeah that 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 sounds like maybe what their old mission might have been yeah that kind of breaks the heart doesn't it I mean imagine if that was your whole realm was was just going around and, and causing that kind of that kind of destruction without any sort of choice in the matter I mean that's it's not really I mean, fair I no wonder she's yeah no no wonder she's peachy keen to be down here in this hole hmm. how about we have a look at that pillar and we, we maybe we can use it as much as I'd like to see that. The other side of that that tumble or or even maybe fig's recipe for that spruce whiskey that'd be something to see too oh. but, but maybe maybe first we should look for a way to to get nina out of here maybe and, and 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 a way to get her uh you know kind of take control of things again
3: i mean if if we could ask it we could see what sort of answers it's willing to give
2: well yeah right i mean you know no harm in asking
3: I tur- before i i started to turn to leave and then i i sort of turned back well, I-I don't know if you can hear me, Nina, but it was mighty fine to meet you, and, uh, we may even come back to visit and see how you get known.
1: Yeah, she is motionless now, and the lights are just sort of have continued their slow movement around this room in and out of the limbs.
3: Well, she-she's yeah. resting for now. We'll, we'll-we'll uh, come back
2: another time. Yeah, poor thing. We'll-we'll get-we'll get her out of here. We'll figure something out. Let-let's go check out that pedestal. Yeah. And
1: Yeah, uh, so you make your way back through the, through the mist, back into the hallway. You sort of squeeze your way through those vines. You come out again, sort of coated a little bit in that blue glowing liquid that, that seeps out from the stems. And uh, yeah, you see the pedestal there still covered in those vines.
2: Oh, you you know what, T? One second, I I'm gonna go have a look at those bodies again and see if I can find any sign of that E. You know that that maker sign that was on her on Nina's forehead. I'll just have a quick look and I'll be right back. Give me one second.
3: All right, I'll I'll start clearing off these uh, these vines here.
2: I'll kind of tuck out and sort of jog down and, and I, again just sort of root through for for any sign of uh, now that I know that Nina is in there. Just any evidence. That Nina was involved, or or passed through, or was associated with any of these bodies here. Does that make any sense? Yep.
1: So Tiki, start to clear away the vines. Rowan, you go, uh, and you're start starting to dig through those bodies again. I think one of the things that you heard her say sort of keys off now is you notice that, except for the one that you grabbed the stone from, almost mm-hmm. all of these skeletons have had an arm or hand, at least one, removed. Oh. Tiki you are clearing the vines away and a couple of times you hear or you feel that light sort of move and and shift down the room very quickly you're starting to get accustomed to it now happening every once in a while uh mm-hmm. but rowan you do hear echoing of speaking down the hall again as they as it rushes out antique as you clear away the pedestal you see it's a pretty simple stone in comparison to the walls which are so busy with these eyes it is still dark and reflective and it is mostly bare except for one socket in Hmm. the center of it
3: yeah i look more closely at that socket
1: and you Hmm. feel at your side that the amulet that you picked up seems to almost be magnetized towards
3: it oh i'll I'll pull that out and sort of look at it in my hand and like notice it sort of tugging
2: towards it yeah and maybe around that time you'll hear me kind of call out and be like yeah all, all these bodies here they're all missing they're all missing limbs of some sort of hand or, or, or an arm or something. I, I'm going to come back. I, I, that seems a little odd, but I, I mean, I guess it's a little circumstantial. I, I'm not really sure if there's a connection. It's just I've got something interesting that, here, anyway. Rowan. You're going to want to see this. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'll, and I'll perk up and, and, and start heading back towards the room. And as
3: I'm like holding it in front of it, I, I'll, I'll shout it again. Now, would you hurry up, Rowan? I, I'm tired of waiting on you. Yeah, I'll get into a jog. Yeah, Teak, I, what are you? What are you doing? Are you holding the stone? I, up? I'm like holding it closer, and it's like honestly, I feel like I'm waiting for you every single time we go exploring. I, I've got to wait for you to poke your nose into everything. You're always trying to read every don inscription on the wall. I'm sick of waiting, and I'm just gonna plop the jewel into the socket.
1: So Rowan, you're running or sort of jogging down the hallway, and yeah. you're about to like reach to grab like those job. vines to move them out of the way to make your way into the room. <laughs> and a blinding light comes shining from between all of those vines and they actually sort of start squiggling like they're in pain almost and and they start firing around the room one of them actually like knocks you in the stomach and hits you back up against the wall and they start to squiggle and retreat down the hallway so the door in front of you is completely uncovered as these vines just shrivel back down into that chamber behind the Wall of Mist, and the room in front of you is completely empty. You see, from the pedestal, the amulet is floating just above a little socket, which seems to fit it perfectly. And as you watch, a dim glow comes out of it, and then it drops to the ground.
2: Now, well, Teague, what happened to the patients that we talked about? what happened to the patients we talked about? and I'll get up and and look down towards the the mist waterfall uh, where nina is behind i be like well I, I think you managed to free nina anyway and, and i'll uh, come into the pedestal room and, and i don't see you but i'm still sort of talking to you and i'll be like well now so what have you got i'm just like assuming that you're like just out of sight behind the pedestal i guess and, and what, what did you do with that thing i mean this seems to fit in now teak 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 now oh what did I tell you about running off without me now, Teak? And I'll grab the chip of stone. I'll pick that up. Does, does it do anything? Do I feel anything?
1: Yeah, when you when you pick it up, it feels warm, and it glows a little bit in response to your touch.
2: Right, and I'll just sort of circle the pedestal now and be like, now, Teak, uh, I don't know. Whatever you did for Nina here seems to... Teak, now, uh, come on, Teak. I need your help if we're going to get Nina at... Teak, Take! And I'll uh, leave the the pedestal room and look down the hallway, and I'll be like, yeah, "What?" I tell you that Furboog has has no patience. Yeah, this guy could be blue, and he'd be mad at it that it wasn't purple or something. I don't know what's going. And then I'll I'll try to uh, head down t- to where Nina is to, and uh, I'm just calling out to Teak. And you are
1: calling out, and then you I think are cut off as you call out, just Teak, Teak down the hallway. You just hear from inside the room, some um, seek.
0: The Makers, even though they are long dead, what do you do when you outlive your god? Can we trust that they have a plan for us
1: even now? And you see a vine shoot through the mist right past you, and sort of starts wrapping around the wall and the chamber on the other side of you, and then another one comes out, and then another along the ground, and they start snaking along the walls and then through the mist with its head down and eyes glowing, you see Nina's body sort of getting propelled forward by this mass of vines just completely engulfing the hallway in front of you.
2: Oh, uh, Nina, 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 I I need Nina now, I don't… Hey, hey, everybody, you know that this is all fine and dandy, and and honeybees make delicious honey and all that Yes, but I I need Nina right now. Where, where, Nina, where's Teak? Where's my brother, Nina? Had and I'm sort of cracking up as i shaking up the hall. For hole. a moment,
0: they seek the Makers. They may be dead. One may survive. There is a gathering which I cannot attend and do not
2: know if I want to.
0: What is their plan? How do you outlive your gods? And
1: it is just crawling towards you now.
2: Teek, this is no Teek. Uh, Nina, Nina, calm down, Nina. Nina, come back to i Teek. And, and again, I'm backing out and, and I'm, uh, I'm actually going to duck into the pedestal room in the hope that, uh, Nina goes on past.
1: Yeah, you see the vines sort of as you move in there, uh, a new vine comes in and follows you inside. Those lights are rapidly moving now through all of the vines, just, like, casting your shadow in circles around the room. You can still hear Nina talking out in the hallway, just idly. The hole. The hole they hide
0: in. Smoke them out. Too quick for them to move their hands. We are assassins, souls of soldiers.
1: And it is
2: definitely coming closer. Okay, okay, Tiki, I need some sign from you, Where I need some... Oh, brother of mine, brother of mine, brother of mine. And um, do I see any sign of, like other movement or, or like uh, another door another exit I'm like pushing on this pedestal knocking on it uh, do I any any sign of, of anything else
1: no it's it's completely solid you're just being watched by these thousands of eyes the stone in your hand as you as you're like yeah, pushing yeah, yeah
2: it's like bouncing against I've got like the the thing grip so that it's kind of coming out over uh, the back of my hand as I'm like knocking against the stone pillar. So it's like battling against my, batting against the the back of my hand as well. Does the amulet do anything, Teak?
3: I suppose it would start glowing and flickering in response.
2: Yeah, that catches my eye as I'm like batting on this thing. I'll be like, what? Uh," And I'll like kind of look it up and look at it closely. I'll be like, no, Uh, Teak, Teak, this is a bad time to be playing these games, Teak. Uh, does it respond as I'm calling it that
3: it would glow bright and solid for one full second and then dim
2: oh no I don't what have you got Whoa, whoa see now this is why I asked you to wait for me Teek. this is why I ask you to wait for me oh and now and it starts. Still out. it starts
3: like blinking fast and like uh <laughs> energetically
2: yeah you can argue all you want you know what this may not be even that bad of a thing for you and I'll uh I'll like poke it in my oh mama mama papa's gonna be real angry Teek. this is and I'll uh, run out into the hall. Nina, Nina, uh, careful now, Nina. Yeah, Nina, so you, you don't come around the
1: corner and the vines just sort of shoot past you on all sides and Nina's it's face is right next to yours as you come around the corner Ooh. as she has dragged herself down this far.
2: Terrifying. Oh God.
1: And she just says, I have
0: t- targets, They targets. I have a mission, a singular goal.
1: And the vines start to wrap around your legs.
2: No, no, you don't, Nina. No, you don't. That's old. That's old news, Nina. You're, you're, you're your own, uh, ro- robot you're your own creature now, uh, Nina. And I'm, like, trying to kick the vines loose and, like, kind of keep moving back and be like, that's old news. That you told. They're all gone. You you can, you just, you got yourself to worry about now, Nina. And maybe I trip a little bit on the vines around my leg Yeah, i so just trying to pull myself Yeah, so you do manage away. to, like,
1: pull yourself out of the vines and move backwards. And then one of the vines along the ceiling comes crashing down next to you, like, throwing rocks up to the side as you roll out of the yeah. way, and she just starts surging forwards, more vines sort of reaching out and trying to grab at you.
2: No, oh, Teak, we're gonna have a long chat about this, Teak. This is ridiculous, cheek. I don't— uh, Teak, I, I don't know who your friends are! And I'm, uh, gonna get up and try to run out, uh, into the room with all of the bodies.
1: Yeah, you see the—again, those big shards of glass poking up around, like, teeth up out of the mist, uh, mm-hmm. and Nina is— surging after you still these vines are all around and you have oh, to like God. move yourself to the side as they crash down and throw shards mm. of glass up in the air yeah so you you enter that room you see the staircase moving up
2: oh now Tika, how am i supposed to and i'll i'm like trying to climb up on the thing but i'm like sort of awkward and I'll be like, well, now, i'm like what yeah, you just leap on ahead, Teak. That's what you do right now, wouldn't you? I can't believe you didn't wait, Teak. I'm like kind of angry, but also you you can, if there was somebody else down there, you'd hear a sort of tremble of fear in my voice too. And I'm, I'm just trying to talk past that to get myself moving. Yeah. I'm like trying to climb up onto the stairs and I'm like hoisting one leg up awkwardly and just like getting up and then like running to the next one, trying to dodge those vines and like complaining to Teak to hide the fact that I'm terrified and also, calling out to Nina, being like, you know, Nina, you don't have to do this, Nina. There's other ways we can, oh, we we can get you out of here different ways, Nina, as I'm like trying to climb out of the thing as fast I can, throwing bits of mirror behind me and stuff, just trying to to get out.
1: So the vines are like wrapping their way up around the stairs around you. And as they like constrict around a stair, they will like crack off one of the edges as it tries to climb up behind you. Uh, So Ah. stone is starting to fall past you as you see vines working their way up the walls out the top of the passage as you look down, you just see the glowing eyes of Nina sort of suspended among these vines being forced up towards you like this rising tide. As you like reach the rope that is suspended between the two broken pieces of staircase, she rises up and you see a vine come up to smash down on you. And Hmm. hanging from it is one of the skeletal remains, which has been sort of wrapped around the smaller vines on this big central unit?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll be like, uh, I'm sort of frozen in fear for that sort of split second as that vine comes up and that skeletal remain hangs down, and then I'm like, oh, go, go, Teak, this is a bad idea, this is your idea, and then I'm going to leap and try to use that skeletal remain to grab on and kind of like swing across the gap onto the other stair.
1: Okay, I'm going to get you to roll this. (laughs) Oh, crap, okay. Acrobatics or athletics?
2: Neither of which I have, but I'll do acrobatics. Okay. Oh, God, come on. Oh, 11. 11? Okay,
1: so you, <laughs> like, swing out and you grab onto the skeleton's legs and you start uh... swinging towards that other platform and it just slips off of the, uh... like, off of the vine itself and the two of you start falling down towards Nina, who is surging up. Oh, um, <laughs> But you see, like, as this skeleton falls with you, it turns and is falling towards Nina, and you see her buckle backwards into the vines as if trying to, like, escape it. And she starts oh. swatting at it like she's afraid. You hear her in her sort of regular voice I am not
0: my past. I am not here for you. You are not. A t- target anymore. They do not
1: control who I am. And the vines are just like swinging around you on all sides now, and like reaching up and grabbing stairs as she sort of thrashes at this skeleton.
2: Oh, okay. Am I on the bottom of those stairs again? No, or am I you sort are of sus-
1: on the vines that are surrounding Nina, and you see her head is cocked towards that skeleton as more vines come and reach and try to like clumsily grab it and move it away. But you are on right. this like surging bed of vines. So the rope okay, is it's... the rope is about ten feet above you, and there are vines sort of like reaching up and holding onto the stairs.
2: Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna mumble an apology to Nina, and I'm gonna try to like with one foot sort of nudge the skeleton a little bit more into Nina's face, and then I'm gonna try to to climb up one of those vines and and, and just to sort of get myself a bit more of a launching point to that rope.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you you start climbing up the vines and as you kick that skeleton into her face she rears backwards again and all of these vines start ripping down from above like a stair cracks above you and the oh God. stones move past and force the bed of vines under you and just mm. as it falls out you manage to jump up and grab the rope as nina and the vines and these stones start collapsing back down into
2: and the whole time, like from the moment I leaped for the skeletal body initially to, to when I finally grabbed that rope, the whole time, Rowan has just been going, ah, except for that quick apology. So it was like, ah, Sornita, ah! and then I'll, <laughs> I'll grab that rope. And then that's when I finally stopped making the noise. And uh, I'll be like, well, well, it didn't really work, but I guess it worked. And then uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> climb up the, the rope.
1: Okay, and you—so as you climb up the rope and start making your way back up the stairs, a quick glance back behind you, and you see this still waterfall of mist coming out from the walls around you as they drift down, and you see the glow of Nina's eyes sort of looking up at you from the bed of vines down on the bottom, which are now pinned under these huge pieces of stone stair, and— You see another quick surge of light go through it, and the eyes glow really bright through the mist, and then go out.
2: There is no no target,
0: no mission, no gods. If this is
3: all, perhaps now we rest.
2: Oh, all right, Igwa, as soon as we get you, Oh,
3: what's the gem on your, on your wrist right now is just, like, flashing frantically at you.
2: Yeah, you you and me both. You and me both. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm I'm just climbing and like, talking, kind of inanely to to Teak again to just hide my own fear, and then like little like half-hearted whispers, whisper shouts over my shoulder to Nina, being like, "Well, I'll go. Away. You know, we, we can still maybe help you out or something." I don't. Oh, Teek, I don't know what's going on, Because I'm just like just babbling and trying to climb out of this pit. So
1: yeah, you you successfully climb out of the pit, the stairs are broken, but you've passed the biggest obstacle that you found on the way down. So you come out just scratched up, bloodied, bruised, hmm. exhausted, you're just uh, breathing heavy, and you step back outside the temple into the forest and, and sort of get that relief of moving air again, oh. uh, The the cold night sort of rushing over the sweat on your skin, just a full moon, and in the distance you can hear your village. And you hear the sort of talking and, and revelry that seems to happen on these full moon nights when the bonfire is big and spirits are high.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll look at Teak hanging there off my, my wrist, I guess, at this point, and, um, oh, Teak, that was a little more than we, uh, than we bargained for on this one, Teek. What do we, how are we gonna, you know, you know, Teek, this is, this is just great, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're here, you're, you're a stone, and then you won't even have, Hey, I'm gonna have to, I'm going to have to clean up this. Uh, my mom and dad are going to be real angry. To you. What, what, what do you think we're, we're going to have to do? And I'm just looking at that stone.
3: And it sort of just like slowly glows and then slowly uh, dims again a couple times.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, the, I mean, that's easy for you to say, isn't it? <laughs> that's real easy for you to say. And I'm gonna get up and I'll, I'll brush myself off and like, kind of crit like, sort of wince a little bit as I brush some of the- some of the deeper scratches and cuts. Uh, well, uh, well, I, I- guess this is just gonna call for one of them long walks, eh? Hey, we, we, we're gonna- we're gonna figure this out, Teek. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's still me and you, and- and uh, it's st- Oh, and I'll take a deep breath. It's still me and you. Yeah, all right. And I'll, uh, I'll come up to those two trees that sort of uh, we walk through on the way. And I'll squeeze out through them. I, I, they ask me some questions. They're curious about what's going on. But honestly, I don't really hear them that well. And I'll just kind of stand for a bit and look towards the village. And listen to the laughter and, and sort of see. Maybe I glimpse some of the light. Maybe I, I just want to glimpse some of the light. And then uh, I take a deep breath. And... Uh, I take Teak off my wrist and, and sort of put them on a, a little strip of my leather armor that's been fraying for a while now, and I put them around my neck, and then uh, I turn around and, and I, I walk the opposite way.
1: So you walk into the trees behind you, embers of the bonfire sort of lick up over the canopy, and fireflies drift lazily past you towards your home as you walk away from it. Hello, it's Mike Fardy, your Dungeon Mom. Thank you so much for listening to episode 52 of Wonders and Blunders. We are cruising along, we're getting our distance recording done, and we're bringing you some fun back-in-time flashback action. We've had a lot of new activity on our Patreon lately, so thank you all for coming on there and donating. It really means the world to us. If you're thinking that you'd love to support the show, but you can't afford it right now, we totally understand. And there are some other ways that you can support us, too like uh, heading on to iTunes or whatever podcatcher that you're using, and leaving us a five-star review. Helps us pop up on people's front pages and get a few more listeners interested. You can also pop on Reddit or any social media and spread the word. We're at Wonder and Blunder. We're working out The Last of the Bugs for our distance recording, so we're hoping that we're going to be able to keep episodes coming out on a weekly basis. We are expecting to have at least one week where we're not going to be able to have a full episode out for you, but we'll keep you updated with that as it comes along. To stay updated on things like that, again, check us out at Wonder and Blunder on social media. We hope you're staying safe and cozy, and that we'll all be able to get back to our in-person D&D session soon. But for now, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week.
2: Goodbye.